0: Hello, party people, and welcome into Freestyle. I'm your host, Stephen Weisung. If you want, you can like the Freestyle with Stephen Weissung Facebook page. You can share a Freestyle with a friend. Someone (laughs) that would be awesome. Well, this is freestyle, and once a week I take the YouVersion Bible app verse of the day and create an impromptu Bible study from it. The whole point is to freestyle, it's to create something in the moment from the Word of God for you and for me. So let's get freestyling. Here we go. The verse of the day is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2. Here's what we read Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. (laughs) Wow. All right, here we go. Here, put on your listening ears. Hear these words. I I hope that just from hearing these words, they would be a blessing to you. They would be a challenge to you as well, because just, just listen. Here we go. Listening ears on. Hear these words, always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. (laughs) This is two sentences, okay? And it's like the Apostle Paul, he wrote the book of Ephesians. It's like he's cramming in relational conduct, cohesiveness, I don't know, but he's cramming in. He he's jamming into two sentences, right ways to have relationship with each other in order to have good, flourishing, fruitful, friendly, fun, fantastic. I just got on all these F words, but in order to have those kinds of relationships those are good f words by the way but in order to have those kind of relationships here's Paul always that's how it starts always not sometimes always not when you don't feel it always not when it's rainy outside always not when you woke up on the wrong side of the bed Always. When I wake up in the mornings, I try to put my right foot down first, but even if I put my left foot down first, always, (laughs) always be humble and gentle. First sentence. Do you read the word humble or hear the word humble? Do you ever think, what does that mean? Okay, I get humble. Like That's a tough word because I understand that we're not always humble. Like, like, you know, you can see humble. You when you when you see it, you kind of know it. You kind of can go, whoa, that's humility that I see from that person. And then when you try to say, whoa, I'm humble, it feels weird. <laughs> right? I don't know. But be humble. That's that's where it's it okay. What does it mean to be humble? Interesting. Paul combines humble with gentle. Be humble and gentle. Okay, what does it mean to be humble? Here's what I think. Just spitballing, freestyling with you. I think to be humble, it, it, it means doing the right thing. It's doing the right thing with the knowledge that the only recognition you might get is from God. It's doing the right thing with the knowledge that the only recognition you might get is from God. So being humble it's an action, okay? It's an action. Being humble is also a mindset. It's a mindset. It's 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 not It's putting yourself, here we go, it's putting yourself into perspective. It's not thinking higher of yourself or lower of yourself. It's living into how God defines you based in his love and his grace. And then it's taking that identity shaped by God and being an example for other people. So being humble is a mindset and it's an action. It's doing the right thing and it's having the right perspective. Now, here's what's interesting about humility. Here's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about a um when, when you go to a, a play or a theater. And there are people on the stage. There's always someone with a spotlight. Like there's someone's role uh, at the at the play to be the spotlight person, and, and that person is making sure that the person on stage is well lit for everybody else to see. Now, you don't really pay much attention, right? This is crazy. You don't really pay much attention to the spotlight people. Maybe at the end of the play, the actors on stage, they'll they'll go, give it up for our behind the scenes crew, and you clap for them. But no one's ever like, give it up for Greg, the spotlight person. Give it up for Samantha. She did a great job with the spotlight. No, there's not much recognition in being the spotlight person, but that doesn't make that role any less important. So when I'm thinking about humility, I think being humble is having the mindset. It's having the attitude that you get to be shining a spotlight on other people. Uh, the first spotlight, of course, would be, "Hey, I want to shine this spotlight on God and His impact in my life," and and but I'm going to also shine this spotlight on others. The the, the spotlight, the person, it would defeat the purpose if the spotlight was just shining on the person. they probably blind themselves. Okay, that's not what humility is about. Being humble, I don't know, is this analogy working (laughs) here? I don't know. But it's it's shining a spotlight on other people. Here's what I mean. You ever get around people and they one-up you? Like you're telling a story and they're like, oh yeah, you know, uh, you climbed... 30 feet. Well, I did this hike where I did 60 feet. And you're like, great, cool. Okay. It's not being a one-upper. Being humble and gentle. Okay. It's, it's consoling people with the bad and it's celebrate, celebrating people in the good. Being humble is taking notice of other people. It's not putting the attention on you in front of other people, but it's taking notice of other people. That is what makes being humble, I think, really hard because every single one of us wants to be noticed. We want to be seen. We want to be known. And being humble sometimes means setting that aside so we can be actively involved in the investment in the well-being of others even to the extent where we limit how much people notice us but here's the interesting thing i have found about humility is that when you live humbly and you make other people you shine the spotlight on other people what tends to happen is people take notice of you for that humility has an amazing way jesus talks about this if you live a life where you're trying to exalt yourself jesus says you will be humble but if you live in such a way where you humble yourself you will be exalted and it's because when we have humble spirits it's easy It's easier for us to be exalted up because we're not going to let it get to our head. We want to just go out and shine spotlights on people, not self-absorbed, not self-centered. It's just because we know that Jesus loves to shine the spotlight on us. And we want to share that with other people around us. Always be humble gentle. This doesn't mean we're weak. These behaviors, this way of living actually makes you strong. People need gentleness. Grace, in its essence, is gentle. Uh, Think about Jesus, the woman who was at the well. Jesus was gentle with her. The woman caught in adultery. Everybody wanted to stone her. But Jesus didn't condemn her. Grace is gentle. People need gentleness. If you want to show people what Jesus is like, who Jesus is, it starts in our gentleness in how we treat other people. Treat others the way you want to be treated. It's the golden rule. Jesus gave us that. Always be humble and gentle now here's what i'll say there is such a thing as gentle truths people need truth in their lives if they are going the wrong way if they're making bad decisions if they're causing themselves harm if there's something bad happening some decisions that need correcting there needs to be gentle truth and there is strength in that. We, we don't like conflict. I'm not a big fan of conflict, but wow, there is good things that happen when people who love us and people who invest in us come alongside of us and say, I want you to get better. I want you to live healthy. Let me help. Here's what I've noticed. So always be humble and gentle. It's interesting. Be humble in your approach. Be gentle with your words. If you're humble in your approach, you'll open the doors to have gentle truth conversations. Be patient with each other. That's tough, right? Oh, why don't you just get it? Oh, I can't believe this is happening. The other day, I got to be honest, okay, uh, sometimes when you're in the car, man, people do stuff, and you, I'm like, this is funny, I had this thought the other day, I'm getting to the age, now I'm 34, wow, that hurt, um, but I'm 34, and I'm getting to the age where when I'm driving, I don't know, maybe, is this an older person thing? I don't know, don't judge me for thinking this. Okay, I'm trying to be humble here. But I'm getting to the age where I'm more (laughs) flexible, more quick, more fluid. It's more of a fluid motion to lay on the horn when people drive in such a way that I don't like okay? I, I, I don't mind. When I was younger and I was driving, I kind of didn't want to honk the horn because, you know, you want to try to be polite. That's like leaving me, that mindset. So the other day I'm driving and there was a red light. And as I was slowing down, the light turned green and I started accelerating through. But there was another car at the intersection that saw my slowing down and then and then saw me accelerating and then decided... Now's a great time to turn right. And then they kind of turned right out in front of me. Whoo, I just went honk, honk, honk. I honked three times. I don't know. That's not being very patient though, right? Now, this person, I'll never see this person again. But again, what did I do? In that moment, I had to check myself. Okay, be patient with each other. Be patient with each other. Transformation especially the kind of transformation that Jesus is carving out, that Jesus is developing in us. Yes, that's you too, as well as the people next to you and around you. Jesus is doing a work inside all of us to transform us, to look more like him, to bring more of his glory to this earth, to cause life change around us. There needs to be life change in us. And so there's transformation, but transformation takes time. And just because it feels like maybe someone isn't as far along as they should be, we are not the judge of that. We have to be patient. We have to be patient. God is patient with our faults. We should be patient with others. If God gives us mercy, if God treats us out of kindness, if there's compassion from God for you, then we should have compassion for others. Be patient with each other. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Now this is Jesus right here, okay? Jesus, out of his love, took the cross to pay the debt of our sin. Our faults got us into a mess, and Jesus is the one who paid to bring us out of it. Make allowance for each other's faults. One of the greatest things that Jesus says to His disciples is actually in John thirteen. I, I just, I, I over the years, I've resonated more with this saying that Jesus has said because if you look around our world. The Black Eyed Peas had this song, where's the love? Where is the love? If you look around our world, don't you sometimes ask, where is the love? And Jesus says this amazing thing. He looks at his disciples. He says, love one another. Love one another as I have loved you. So you should love one another. It's like this It's like this repetition thing. And when the things are repeated in the Bible, probably good to pay attention. Jesus says, by your love for one another, the world will know you are my disciples. That's what Jesus says. Jesus had 12 guys that some of them came from the same walks of life. There was a couple fishermen in there, but there was 12 different walks of life going on with this group that Jesus assembled. And his message to them was, love each other. If you guys can figure out how to be humble, gentle, patient, make allowance with each other out of your love, then imagine the example you're giving the world. Think about this. How you love someone else how you love someone else, how you treat someone else points people to Jesus. Here's the question. Are you loving people to get attention for yourself? Or do you love people to get their eyes onto Jesus? We all want to be noticed. We all want to be noticed. The, the biggest thing we have to deal with in our lives is getting down to the point where we decide the attention of Jesus on my life is enough. When we get to that place, it might take your whole life. I'm still getting there. I don't get it right, but thank God. Jesus is humble and Jesus is gentle. Jesus is patient. Jesus makes allowance for my faults because he loves me. Jesus is my ultimate example of what this verse really means. And if I follow Jesus, then I'm, I'm shining his light, giving people the spotlight all around me because I know that the praise of people doesn't satisfy like being in the presence of Jesus. Ultimately, that's enough. What's enough for you? Where are you at with Jesus? Does him noticing what you are doing in your life, does that bring you to life? Or do you wish there was more? Questions to think about. In the meantime, I hope you're humble and gentle, patient, and loving towards others by lifting them up in their faults, by getting down next to them in their faults, and by walking with people towards Jesus. Well, this has been another Freestyle. God loves you, and so do I. Peace out, and party on.